I just like wish I was home with like my one person, you know? Uh, red vines, those are the truth. Taylor, Taylor knew about the vote flipping before me? Somebody. I'm just, oh my God. <sighs> it's fine, don't tell anyone. No, I'm not. I just like wish I was home with like my one person, you know? Uh, uh. Guys. We just finished episode 11 of Big Brother 24 here on Super Mario Brothers Podcasting. We're covering this episode live here on Sunday, July 31st, 2022. Um, I'm Dave Mater, joined by my brother Jeff Mater and co-host Jamil Robinson to break this episode down. We're here streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch. Um, and Jamil, you've been away. You, we, you know, I am, uh, you're now back on camera. You were, you, you, we checked in with you on Wednesday as you were coming home. You had a birthday on Thursday. Uh, when we didn't have, we didn't get a chance to cover that eviction uh, because Jeff and I had a playoff game, and it was your birthday, and we were all busy. So, so the question I have to ask, I really want to know, y'all win? No, 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 we're out of Damn. the playoffs. We're that our sucks. season's done, but it's, it makes the podcast scheduling easier. Yeah, yeah, but I want you all to win. Well, thank oh. you. We appreciate. I we, wanted we... y'all to win. Oh my God! No, that's <laughs> Jeff. Who is that? That's what's uh... Jasmine doing here? That's Jasmine. Jasmine. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I have the most stereotypical accent you'll ever see. Yeah. It's, Snakes get away better than you do, girl. I'm just, I, I, it, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either what she was going on about there, but it was, it was something else. You know what hurts the most, Jeff. And here we are. You want to know what hurts me the most? Is that we didn't know, but Taylor did. That's, That's what, what I'm saying. I'm effing saying, guys. What did she say? We don't know what. No, she says, do what hurts the most that Taylor knew about the vote flip and we didn't. And then Alyssa goes, that's what I'm fucking saying. So, yeah, so there was like, four of you. Like, yeah, yeah. They hate that they're on the outs. They can't believe it. Yeah. Uh, but they, Dave, Dave, yes. strongest female cast ever. Strongest, strongest feet, yeah, definitely strongest. Like pound for pound, uh, or whatever. Um, it would go like, up with, with the best of them. <laughs> go over the best of them. Like I don't even know. How, based on what qualities, like how yeah. are you even judging that before not, anything's played out? So it's always so these ridiculous. Kind the of amount of hohs the women have obviously won in vetoes. Wait, they've only won one, and it was yeah, it was, it was a co-win. The vetoes. It was. Uh, it's all been Michael so far. Yeah. Mm. Wait. What? <laughs> and Brittany. And Brittany. She she co won one with them. Yeah. So what exactly is it? The oh well, they had an all female alliance that lasted uh, what a week? <laughs> Honestly, a week? Really? Uh, maybe a week. Yeah. Okay. The girls, girls, and they decided to immediately target a girl. Yes. Immediately. Immediately. That's hmm. how you. That's how you do it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, I think, right? Is that not how you do it? That's exactly how to do it. How they and, did it. And technically, one of the leaders have already been eliminated. Yes, pound for pound, um, strongest female cast ever. You know, no, pretty. Well, you, you you take out the 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 head of the snake, and then that's how you get. But we'll see how this goes. Okay, guys. Uh, Jamil, uh, there's so much we have to catch up with you on this season. The leftovers alliance now fully a thing. Um, the leftovers alliance. Yeah, uh, Are, he, is this where you're gonna pause the show and then show 
clips of each of the person in the alliance multiple times throughout the episode while putting a bomb, 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 bomb. bomb, bomb. bomb. Like I hate. Like Jeff, you talk about how much you hate the the visual narrative. Uh, the audio visual narrative that Big Brother Canada does. This is what I hate about Big Brother US, where they like just repeat stuff like they already talked about in the recap, right? And they have to do it constantly with like just to remind you who's in this alliance, just to remind you who's in this alliance. Yeah. Oh, remember when we mentioned it before? We're gonna do it again. Bomb, 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 bomb. It's it makes me feel like an idiot watching it. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I I definitely see what you're saying there because that's why I love Big Brother Australia. <laughs> that's that's your that's your new like talking. How can you point. say these things. <laughs> that's your you new talking. Say point. these things. Before it was like this is why I like Big Brother US. <laughs> Big Brother US is and you got a taste of Australia. You're like this is why I love Big Brother Australia. Yeah, Jeff, I hate to tell you. There's some trouble in Big Brother, Big Brother Australia land. It might not come back. Oh no! There's always the, the old seasons. But, but guys, back back to BB24 and this season. <laughs> uh, let's look at this diagram that the Big Brother official social media had uh, posted out last week to try to kind of explain things. You might see the name of an alliance, Old School, on here. That's not even been talked about on the show at all because it doesn't exist anymore. No, it doesn't exist anymore. But it was kind of what led to the whole um uh, amira eviction and guys we haven't even talked about the amira eviction technically we kind of knew it was coming wednesday uh, and then thursday played out so on the thursday episode uh we saw that you know she was completely blindsided we see a bit of that here in this uh nominations or hoh competition episode as well um but this whole yeah old school alliance which i guess is amira <clears throat> jasmine Maybe Alyssa and uh, and and Indy. Yeah, I was about to mention. I'm like, who's the one person missing from this entire diagram? Could you immediately point it out? Uh, not immediately. I, I think I had I had looked at this before. Uh, the person immediately missing is who's not in any of this whatsoever. One Terrence person. is present. I you would think it'd be Terrence, but he's there. Yep. <laughs> you just mentioned the person's name. Indy is yeah. not. Oh, Indy's at the bottom. Sorry, she's at the bottom. Yeah, that's why I wasn't able to answer your your riddle. Yes, but she is the one that's on the out. She has a different color. She's kind of like this rogue agent. That's true. I also found it interesting that Daniel voted to evict Amira too. Yet he's a sympathy like, vote. Yeah, I guess it was because it would have it would have been six five either way. But I'm surprised he didn't vote that way just to make it more. He thought he was giving Terrence a sympathy vote. So it, so it's really five people are on the outs. We forget that it was. I I keep thinking, oh, it was only four people who who were on the outside vote. But Daniel was accidentally on it. He would he would he didn't know this was coming. He yeah, literally actually voted a sympathy vote and didn't like literally like he didn't know. Great. He, thought, he, he was no, that yeah he didn't know he didn't know at all. That's hilarious. Right. And the people who didn't vote on the right side, of course, Amira, Amira completely blindsided in the in the vote. Um, and yeah, Nicole, Daniel, Alyssa, Jasmine and Indy had all voted on the wrong side. And then, you know, you got the what's basically the leftovers on this other side uh, that did know. And then, you know, Taylor, who's gone from public enemy number one to uh, to now uh, uh, in the majority alliance and seemingly having some kind of a place there. What do you make of this turn of events, Jeff? 
Yeah, well, I thought Taylor, once she actually got into this alliance, and they, that's kind of what the episode was all about tonight, was I thought she um, set some boundaries for herself, didn't let people walk over her. I actually thought she played really, really good. I thought she was the best player of the episode. Yeah, I would agree. Um, it's it's a difficult place that she's coming from in terms of being social pariah to having a little bit of power because what you often see is people who get a little bit of power kind of um, overextend themselves and then immediately people who work with them like feel oh, like I, this person is a pain. But, you know, she eased into it. She set boundaries, as you did mention, right? But also left the possibility of like she she made it a discussion as opposed to like a cold hard fact i'm not going up on the block right right she she did establish like a working relationship and, and i think that was a good step to build trust especially with um individuals like monty where that trust is very fragile from both sides um Jamil, what did you think of the Amira's eviction. Are you? Uh, <laughs> I... <laughs> oh, I laughed. I laughed. Um, <laughs> I I hope that um, uh, she calls the uh, producers of the Amazing Race and they hang up on her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's good. going to the Amazing Race with Nicole. I didn't, did you hear about yeah, that? Yes. You know, <laughs> they need some good villains on the Amazing Race. So I'm kind of like, maybe they should take them. Her and Paloma. Um, what could go wrong? Well, no, her and Nicole. That's what that's what they were trying to aim for. Okay. So yeah. best friend in the house, even though I never, I, I never, you never that. really felt that, right? I didn't best friend, like maybe friend. Yeah. I, I would be like, but I thought Daniel was her best friend, but it didn't let her say goodbye. Okay, didn't let her say goodbye. Yeah, there was some angry, some angriness, uh, and some and some people are running scared in this game, Jeff. Nicole is running scared. The whole episode. Nicole in particular. Because yeah. she was like, I'm going to go up as a pawn next to to get out Taylor. And now she's the target. She's a bonehead player. I mean, like, she's really playing bad. Um, you know, it's just bonehead move after one another, you know? Now, of your pair, Jeff, uh, there's, of course, you know. Daniel and is, Nicole. It's not this good. Isn't, this isn't the best screenshot of Daniel, but it's, always, it's kind of fitting. Um, <laughs> you know. It's, yeah, it's blurry. <laughs> For one. Yeah, just he's he's not quite in focus. I would no. say Daniel. Um, and also always looks either upset or in pain. She so. is, she's got like an anguish to her. Yeah, it's anguish. It's like she's been she's hurt and she's been very. She's been wounded. She's been wounded, and she needs to do something about it. Yeah, <laughs> I just. It's it's hilarious because one of the biggest mistakes people have <laughs> on on Big Brother, especially early in the game, is feeling that they're in control of the game. Yeah. Right? You can gain control of the game. Maintaining right. it is very difficult. We see it all the time. People who think they start off at the beginning, first three weeks, right? And then the dust settles and then the real power like comes to comes into focus. Mm -hmm. Right? She sure. thought she had this game wrapped up. You heard them talking about it, how they were like gonna get to the end, they were planning out what jury was gonna happen. Like, it is way too soon. You haven't even seen what stupid twist CBS is gonna bring out. 
and you're already thinking that you're ahead of the game, right? You're focusing all your energy on one player, on one player who, like, hasn't won anything. Like, I'm surprised that you're telling me you have this big alliance and you didn't think, hey, you know what? Michael's winning a lot of vetoes. Maybe we should focus on that dude and Taylor could happen anytime. Right. That would be the logical thing, you know, but it, uh, I am a fake. Don't speak to me until finale. Do not speak to me until finale. Yeah. (laughs) Are you taking me to finale? (laughs) It's the lace. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The lace. Just stop. From this point on, just stop. With the lace? (laughs) Yes, with the lace. Stop it with the lace. Oh, my gosh. That's great. Uh, Red, Reddit has already put flares on people's names. It's like the lace. <laughs> it's like a flare from people's names. The lace. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like uh, if you're a lace exec, you're like, oh my gosh. People are gonna be taking photos and doing videos yeah. while watching Big Brother with Lays. This is thank you, Taylor. <laughs> thank you, Daniel. She's gotta do a Lays commercial. It's like stop it with the Lays. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> can we can we talk about uh the HOH the new HOH Monty uh who won this challenge tonight in the, space. The... Yeah. <laughs> he was very focused. Very scored focused. an 11. He won with an 11. He in did. This, uh, Jeff. Um uh, what do you think? How did, how did this go? <clears throat> yeah, whatever. It's a, yeah, I, I think it's a fine competition. Whatever you see, you know, you slide some down away so do you think that the sound effects were necessary when they was like this like if the the glass went all the way across the table and over it it would make the shatter sound but you would clearly just hit this plastic (laughs) cup hit the floor those sound effects were not necessary but the ones i did appreciate was when jasmine walked in and they just went like squish 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 squish," like every every... (laughs) i've now i've now pulled it of course you did (laughs) so that was Yeah, they have her. She's. Are they gonna put like a like? I don't know if you all remember Friday, the movie from like 1995, right? Um, Tony Lister Jr. played a character named Debo, and anytime Debo showed up, he would be riding a bike, and you hear the squeaky wheels coming, (laughs) and it's like don't, 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 don't. That's that's exactly what I figure with Jasmine. (laughs) Like Jasmine starts doing Amia's thing, where she's like sneaking into each room to hear what people are saying. Right, and um, you just hear her wheeling around, squeaking around. <laughs> yeah, you know she's coming. <laughs> <clears throat> well, not just even the challenge, but but uh, we also kind of didn't cover just the challenge that kind of finished the last episode, where all these envelopes come down, and you have to find the what was it like eight red or seven red envelopes. This is like dumb. This... Yeah, I, I... it was it was not a great competition. What is this? Just random chance? Why don't you just randomly assign the seven who get to go? What, is there skill here to finding them? Be in the right spot and open envelopes properly. Because Terrence, just, ha- Terrence just, like, was the first one he opened was happened to be a red envelope. So yeah. I, it felt like this competition was built to be done in like an like within the air. hour, right? And they just didn't. Which I guess they changed at the last second because of the amount of footage they need to show to make the um, eviction make sense. And um, display what's happening currently in the house, but I feel cheated. This 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 reeked of lazy Big Brother US uh, challenge making. Mm-hmm. I agree. It, was, it reeked, Jeff. Yeah, that's true. He's right. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sound like over on Big Brother Australia. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Jeff, would they would they have something as cool as this on Big Brother Australia? Much cooler. Much cooler. You would actually put real liquor in real glass. Yeah. And yeah. uh and anything they spilled would be taken out of their grocery budget. Right. Here's my question. Was it necessary? Uh just I just want to get to it here. I already know the answer, Dave, but continue. Well, I don't know if you guys noticed, but there was some hopping going on here from Jasmine. When she, you know, she I know she's she's rolled her ankle and it's it's in the process of recovering uh, over a week now. So you know, you think she'd be able to put a little bit of weight on it at this point, or she could at least wear an air cast, and she could probably get around okay. Um, but uh, instead of using her uh, wheelie here, uh, because I guess that would have been an unfair advantage, maybe that they wouldn't, you know, I think, or she did, or she opted not to use it. She decides to hop around in one foot, which seems more hazardous. What if she rolled her other ankle? <laughs> and then she'd need a wheelchair. It's so great. <laughs> you just you saw the effect. It's like that. Ah! She's on both legs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if she's so spry on her feet based on her past history in this game. If that happened, that would be the greatest moment of television. <laughs> I, just, I don't wish her but to, if that had happened, you're right, because it is dangerous. And, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It's better to use two feet whenever possible. Well, you know? I, I don't understand, like, was there a time component to this this thing? There was, but like, you what know. high. Right, then there would be like a tiebreaker, I would imagine, if there was an ex- uh, with the time, the time. So, like, if she got 11 and Monty also had the 11 here, then then she wants to be faster than Monty, but really, she just should focus on getting the higher scores. She, like, exactly, she could, right? Like, getting a, she could beat an 11 here by getting like you know, yeah. five, five. She should have taken her sweet time with each one of them, right? You know what I mean, because like, as long like as you t- get 12, like his, his time was not like insanely good. As long as you get 12, it doesn't matter. You could have taken two minutes. Yeah. That's what's important. I just just saw racing, and I'm like, what'd she end up with, four? Sorry. Um, I don't remember. She ended up with a low score, and I'm like, what was all that? (laughs) 19 seconds and 35 seconds is how fast Monty she did. She could have chilled. Okay. Yeah, but if she gets a 12, it doesn't matter how long she takes. Yeah. You could do it in a minute, in two minutes. Right? So if she, if she got three fours, that would have been good enough. Yeah. Or some combination there uh, thereof. But it wasn't like he, he did super well here. And she, I don't know. Jasmine, Jasmine. It wasn't okay. even live. Like, why are you hurting yourself? The the people at the beginning also racing. I'm like, why are you racing? Establish a good score. Put the pressure on the people behind you. I agree. Like the company. Um... Oh, this was so good. Yeah, <laughs> this is a good one. Lord. There she is. So, interesting fact. I have a lot of experience with that bike. Um, a friend of mine who uh, went to San Diego with. He um he was on a, a bike of that nature as well, uh, so he was you know riding around on it practically for a week. Yeah, and, um, it was all good. He was a lot more mobile <laughs> than she was, <laughs> a lot more mobile, and she and he broke his. Did he like broke she, his she, I actually like I get upset watching her. 
guys. Because <laughs> on all kinds of levels, on just a game level, you know, just when they're talking about the aftermath of this whole Amira vote and how, you know, she's like, how the hell did, did we get cut out here? Uh, how we, we were not the ones to know. Right. Uh, I have a few clips here. I'm just trying to think for a see if I can find a good screeny here of. Uh... But it, to me, th that's the wrong type of thought process. Like e even themselves, they're on the wrong side of the vote. Why are they isolating themselves with the bigger group? Yeah, you need to identify who the big alliance is and then find ways to get find cracks. Exactly. That's, no. that's that seems to be too logical, Jeff. Uh, well, like, uh, no, players. we just want to be in the majority. Basically, they just everybody wants it easy. Everyone wants to be lazy. Yeah. I just want to be in the majority alliance, and I want to ride that till the jury, and then we'll like you know. We'll, if we'll, I'm not, we'll, like, I'm gonna get voted out. You know, and it's oh, that's how I lost. You know, well, it's like, well everyone's got to lose somehow. It's it's it's, it's so, they so when you're tr you're trying to figure out your um voice act uh, your your voice lines. In terms of determining where the votes went, everyone in the leftovers freely admitted it wasn't on the show, but they freely admitted uh, that they voted the way they voted. So technically, right now, Nicole and company know exactly who voted for what. Yeah, where? Right? Yeah. The only person they didn't ask is Taylor because <laughs> they just assumed, right? And, and Taylor had like all of the people from the leftovers had their excuses set. Um, the reasoning why this whole thing happened was um, it was Taylor and um, and Kyle were talking, right? And uh, Taylor was walking around. So the plan was to put the blame on Taylor that she overheard about the um, uh, the post-pack alliance, right? And started telling people, right? And then upon telling people, um, people felt very, who were out of the alliance, felt very questionable about going forward and voting for Amira, Amira and voted to get rid of her because they were in the alliance. She was in an alliance that they weren't a part of. And the people who were in post-pack that heard that other people found out decided the alliance is over. Let's save ourselves and vote in Amira. That was the plan. Right to cover themselves um, in this situation to explain away why uh, the vote happened. But is that believable? Do you think? Okay, what part of it isn't believable that Taylor told or Taylor overheard? Because people already have the impression that Taylor's a little snake, you know, shuffling through the brushes, right? Uh, well, yes, I think that's exactly what she how she was described. And sorry, I don't know on that note. Uh, <laughs> let's bring her up um this is this is as good a shot as any um ja jasmine tonight you know taylor taylor knew about the vote flipping before me somebody i'm just oh my god oh my god and i should have known because she's always like sneaking and like like trying to tiptoe like girl we see you we see you you are not slick you are not slick the hilarious part about that is that's exactly how everyone else in the house would describe Amira. All Amira does is when people are talking, she she like hustles over to where they are, 
right? Sees what they're doing and then rustles back. We saw it last episode when the the people were hanging out in the um in the backyard and she's like, "Oh, you know, I couldn't sleep, so I just walked around to see what people are doing and then all of a sudden I decided to go all the way back to my bed." Right? That's exactly the stuff she's doing. Everyone knows it. Amira does that. She checks to see where everyone is and everyone is annoyed by it. So the fact that they're placing that type of blame on Taylor who's been minding her own business. Hilarious. Hilarious. Jeff, you're back. He is, and he agrees with me. He had to take some sip. He had to take a sip. A little hard to hear. Really? What's wrong? You you didn't talk into your microphone. It's probably... Can you hear me? Um, Jasmine, Jeff, as a player, as a competitor, I'm just saying, like, all my thought, my thought originally started on, I, I, I just, she annoys me, uh, on, on, on all aspects, whether it be diary room, whether it be competition, whether it be just, you know, her talking to the other, uh, uh house guests. Yeah, I, I agree. I just, I would, I would rather her be off sooner off than later. She's uh, just, yeah, she's one of those house guests where I kind of wish she gets evicted because, like, I feel like she, should get evicted you know and they would I mean? have to put up turner with her um mm-hmm. because that's her bestie this whole bestie thing backfired <laughs> i say i think two more weeks i think two more weeks of it two more weeks is it a good thing or a bad thing for the the game it's, i think it's mostly like make it really easy on the hoh is kind of what the end result of it is you know because you can put up a target with a bestie and then you can kind of work around how it's going to work and you can control how uh, the numbers are going to work a bit more in terms of like, you know, if there's a veto, if this person wins the veto, then we can put so-and-so up. And so it's like, there's only a certain amount of scenarios where, um, you know, the veto can't go the way of for the leftovers. And the weird thing about this, this show tonight, Jamil, was that, um, you know, like now the majority alliance, the leftovers are the ones we're cheering for. But normally we're not cheering for the big alliance. Normally, the, I, for me the, at least, the big alliance that has majority of males, majority of all the strong males. Yes, right. Which this right. one does, which the leftovers does. <laughs> it's so uh, ridiculous, right? Well, but, okay, but there was a majority alliance before post pack. Yeah, the post pack, but like kind of like even like those people. The old school, like plus, you know, Daniel. There was that side of the house, clearly. You know, that was Auntie Taylor. You know, and wanted to get her out in the first two weeks. You know, and um, they fixated on it. <laughs> they had to get this girl out. It's like, well, a few of the a few of the players did, and I guess it, it all like what I what I've noticed after watching so many seasons of the show is that the first Hoh's tone really can affect the rest of the season or even the second HOHs. If there's like a few like really headstrong kind of narcissistic HOHs who go on like HOH-itis, right? For the first couple of weeks. Yeah. It, uh, that can sort of have like this sort of lingering effect, even if they get voted out the next week, like a Frenchie. <laughs> Frenchie. <laughs> I think like Frenchie like left a mark on the season. Right. Mm-hmm. The, 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 yeah. the kind of set a tone, you know, or, there's been others where somebody, you know, who uh, wasn't Devin an early HOH? Devin, yes. Devin. Yeah. <laughs> There's an archetype for it. You're right. 100%. Yeah. Like, so. there, there is a good way. Like, McCray set himself up 
as the first HOH of that season to be good for a long while. And he didn't do a lot for many weeks, right? Because he had himself set up. He didn't overstep his bounds. He just, you know, he he didn't step it up when he needed to later on. He should have he should have upped his game a little bit earlier um, in the latter part of the game. But you can you can win HOH and set yourself up. That's that's the whole reason why it's appealing to be HOH. You know, in that first week, you kind of can set yourself up into a big alliance. You know, get allies have the connections it's easier people are coming to you but we've seen those last couple of seasons where these like the ambition to like make a mark on the season it's like dude no it's the first hoh you're you're supposed to make bonds not to like fixate on specific people which is what like Frenchie did where he didn't just fixate on one person. He just, it was like hot potato in terms of his fixation where like a good portion of the house just practically hated him after, you know, his um, HOH was done. Right. And and, and I guess, and th- I, I think two contestants maybe in particular had that effect, even uh, well, only one of them having been the HOH already. Uh, and that being Daniel and Nicole, Jeff's draft picks. Not, you know, not, bless your heart, Jeff. They're dead. He's dead in the water there. Is Daniel going far in this game, Jeff? No, neither. I, they both suck. Why get out Nicole before Daniel? Because she's just stronger, more likely to win? Yeah, more likable. Daniel's Gov. Who's dead? Once Nicole is done, what's Daniel going to do? He's done. They're both done. Well, he kind of says as much in the episode. He's like, well, now my game is over without Nicole. He's, once he, Nicole is done, like... Is that his whole game? That's Daniel's whole game is just to attach himself to one person or one running back. He did like that's literally what he said when he got the HOH. He's like, "Oh, I, uh, I'm aligning with Nicole, and everyone else doesn't matter." Is basically what he did. I was like, but I didn't think he meant it. Well, he meant it. Because <laughs> <laughs> who else is he close with? I don't know anybody. No, no. no like he, he decided this. Like it's it, it, that's what he wanted. Why Nicole? He said he walked in and he's like, I just vibed with her. And it was, I don't know. Dude, I don't get it. I don't understand the connection. Player. He's not a bright player. Is she using Daniel? I think they're both using each other and <laughs> both of their own demise. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, can we talk a bit about, uh, well, the HOH experience with Monty? Wants to see Monty's HOH room. Not me. <laughs> so no? so um, yeah, his mom put it as a, put it on a secret scene, put it up online for people <laughs> to watch. I don't care. Like this does not contribute at all to the story or narrative of it, right? right. Put it in a in a, a separate scene. People can watch it on their own leisure. The only thing a part of important about it was they were trying to have a meeting after the HOH. Um, room introduction. He'd even get yeah. to like get a, like a set of clothes from winners. So lame. From winners, <laughs> I think it's from losers. If you ask me, um, the Wendy's. Yeah, at, who wants to go to Wendy's? Uh, get back at them. Get back at them. Get back at them. Is that is that in my heart? Get back at them. I still that shortcut. Say these things. Yeah. I was like, I have the shortcut. I have the shortcut. Um, 
Yeah, so the, I, I did like enjoy the part where, with the diary room for Brittany. Brittany's starting to grow on me in the diary room uh, times. You know, she's a go to bed, everyone. We need to. So go to bed, please. We need our time. Go to bed. Um, I, I'm, I'm slowly, Dave, I'm with you. I'm slowly walking back my opinion of, uh, of Brittany. She still has crazy eyes and she needs to like rein it in a little bit. It's tough. Right, but she's growing on me. Uh, where is she? Crazy, (laughs) what are you talking about? You you know what? Here's the thing when she's more casual, she seems like more of a normal person, but when she's done up, like the intensity around her eyes, it's a little bit like uh, it looks like like a little mugshotty. You know, yeah. granted, I, I am like freezing a specific millisecond in time. It, it's a little but. criminal. Like, I mean, like, I don't know. That's all I'm saying. She looks a little psycho. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't think she's I don't think she is. I'm just saying. So what? Yeah, I get that vibe. She isn't at all. Just she needs to regulate her energy. Yeah. Well, well, OK, here's my question about Brittany. But where will she come out on the other side of this uh, leftovers lines? Assuming it's even successful. Uh, because I she doesn't seem to quite be the what I would expect, uh, like Kyle and um, and and Monty to work on. I know that's kind of like why they're called the leftovers because they're kind of everybody else and they're not necessarily the like the um, intuitive alliance, but so we should we should be fair with what is exactly what's happening right here. This is a uh, an alliance of convenience for the time being and. Once, once Caesar has um, conquered all nations, everyone will stand and weep because they realize that they have to go at each other, right? And you already have the different sections already kind of portioned off. Yeah. You have the um, the pound, you have uh, Michael oh, and right. Brittany, and yeah. then you have Taylor as an independent body, right? Terrence, is, is he in there? Terrence is uh, not a part of the leftovers. Technically. Terrence is not really part of anything. There was a scene tonight. We haven't really talked about that, but um, we're, yeah, Terrence was kind of sorry. We're Terrence. We're um, we're yeah. They're like everyone's being nice to me now. Everyone wants to work with me now. Yeah, uh, uh, he Joseph joined. He joined the trio. Monty. It was basically to explain he joined the trio, the besties of Joseph and Monty. Yeah, so he's safe this week. Because it, Monty couldn't even nominate him. If he was the target, it wouldn't matter because he wasn't evicted last week. Uh, so he got to choose to join their trio. That's what they wanted him to do anyway. But uh, even if they ha- if he had, if this had been Daniel who had been up next to Amira, this um, I don't know what exactly my point was there, but it, it's just it's it's kind of, it's it's changing right. the, the rounds a little bit and the strategy of how it's going to play out. I I just feel like. This is a alliance of convenience, and next week we're gonna kind of see where the dust settles. And I'll talk more about it during our spoilers area, um, period of time because it, it kind of factors in with the rest of the week and what's currently going on. All right, here's the shot. Yeah, this is what the, the scene here we saw it was kind of a flashback scene where it was Monty and Joseph with uh Terrence in like the kitchen. He's just off and he just has like a a, a scarf. Uh, yeah, Joseph is only wearing a flannel scarf in the kitchen. What does he do? 
<laughs> now, now, who's awkward? Are those two awkward without shirts, or is Terrence awkward because he's, he's he is wearing a shirt? I think he feels awkward, but he really shouldn't. So, if right. that was you, Dave, would you take off your shirt? Um, no. I think like I'm not afraid to take off my shirt as much as to not be next to these two particular men uh, with their <laughs> shirts off. Uh, so uh, the, the, they are some they're kind of all like, you know, bodybuilder types. They look like wrestlers, actually. <laughs> it's like, where's the oil? Yeah. Jeff, do you think that this leftovers alliance can last like to jury or do you think it's kind of doomed? Um, I think both. Like it will probably last to jury, but then it will be doom itself. What did you think of the conversation here between Monty and Taylor as Monty was kind of saying to Taylor, like he's, he, he kind of expresses that he wants to get out uh, Nicole and uh, you know, he's just like, you know, you could start because I know you have thoughts. You start. You because start. I know yeah. you have. You have thoughts. You have thoughts. I thought, you, know. you have the ability. You have the ability to logic, think. Man. I like he's he was he was not necessarily the nicest to Taylor in the earliest in the early weeks either. And so he's kind of come around. He's like, you have thoughts, and he's gonna get trying to get used to the uh beat on the other side. He's like a villain turned uh you know, maybe uh chaotic neutral. He's kind of like uh you know, Kang lawful you neutral. Know? You know, like the 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 one who remains, he who remains. Um, yeah, I just see him as like one of these players that is not. He's gonna, they're gonna come after him at some point because he, he will really only have Joseph, I think, as a shield. Joseph will be his like number one throughout the game. You think? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like, and at this point, I like. I think Monty had more options before. But you know, after this this post leftovers thing, and Jamil, what's sort of the feeling of like the uh, other side of the house on Monty? Because most of them were aligned with him. Uh, you know, he ends up, of course, putting up uh, Alyssa and uh, Indy ultimately here because that they, you know, they're also uh, two people not in the leftovers. So, and they, you know, that they're as viable as so anybody else. To the leftovers here. as an alliance is not known <laughs> as of yet. They're still under the radar. Um, so. But they know how the who was not on the right side of the vote and who yeah, was. Yeah, but they don't think that there's anything organized, right? They but, thought. But what, shouldn't you assume there is? Isn't that like the right thing to do if you're a player, like if you're Alyssa or if you're Indy, to assume that the other side has now created a new alliance? So not Indy, because that's not fair to Indy. Uh, Indy, Indy was like very confused by this. You're you expecting know? way too he much. He could money. just put another person and not me. So it's literally heartbreaking. That's how it goes. <laughs> you could. I can't put up another person because I want in. The, I want yourself and Alyssa there. That's why. Okay. Well, you can go back to the ocean. I love the ocean. Yeah. Indie kind of um, guilting Monty was was pretty great to watch. <laughs> Do you think it was effective? No, no. but it was great to watch. <laughs> Monty's was like, like, I don't care. No, there was a couple other conversations. Now, can we also talk about the whole? Um, uh, the, the, what's going on with Alyssa and Kyle in this episode? Because, like, we saw here, there was a scene where Turner and Joseph approach uh, Alyssa, you know, and she's crying. She was feeling homesick, Jamil. But, you know, we find out here that there's more to this, that she, she's actually missing her one person, who uh, Jeff and I, 
I think we're talking about uh, somebody posted on Twitter about this that broke kind of broke up with her on Twitter. Um, I just like wish I was home with like my one person, you know. Uh, 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 so Kyle, he likes Alyssa, but does not want to get involved with Alyssa, right? But Alyssa is heavily, heavily pursuing Kyle, right? And then Alyssa at the same time is also heavily jealous of when Kyle spends any time with anyone else, right? Including Taylor. Kyle is sick of it. And Kyle's like, I want to get this person gone so I don't have to worry about this. Right? Yeah. So... He well, has okay. his fingers crossed. <laughs> There's this whole conversation he has, like, you know, he's like, well, I'm sorry I didn't tell you about the vote and that, you know, you're my number one person. She's like, how can I be your number one person? And so she she says in the diary room she doesn't trust him. But you're telling me that, but also she's like romantically pursuing him hard, maybe. Hard. Hard. You saying that these tears in her eye aren't real? I never said it wasn't hard. Look, people are multifaceted. Right, just because you see something, especially in the diary room, right? That doesn't well, necessarily mean it, it says it right there, Jamil. She's Indy's bestie. That's who she is. Indy's <laughs> <laughs> bestie. Uh, well, that explains a, it all. Indy is a, a sex coach, guys. Uh, so that's she loves horses. She loves all kinds of things. Uh, oh my gosh, it's hilarious. Part of my process to become a sex coach is literally to find out what what makes you happy. Mm. Makes you happy. The whole house knows that I'm a sex coach. The whole house? <laughs> the whole house. Sorry. I, I love gold. Gold's my favorite color. Hi, I'm Indy. I'm from Brazil, and I think you guys heard that Brazilians are the most fun people, right? I'm here to prove it. Is she here? To, has she proved it yet, Jeff? To you? I don't know if she has. Yeah, she is fun, especially for the show. But I, I don't know. We need an Indy Hoh down the line. <laughs> I want to see some Hoh itis. It's great. Yeah, she would be like a great HOH. I would like to see that maybe uh, after this week or even two weeks, uh, just to see how a mid-game indie HOH would go. Don't uh, waste it on a double eviction. I want a full week. <laughs> a full, full week. Yeah, it's got to be a full week. No, no, no twist. Don't mess it up for her. Just give her like a standard week yes. where she has a clear target and just do it and see what she does. Uh, but yeah, Kyle uh, was saying that it was, well, Joseph, Joseph was also intervening here. Do you think that he, he was doing his friend, Kyle, uh, uh, this was altruistic Jeff, or do you think this was strat strategic for Joseph? Um, I think a bit of both, but probably maybe a little bit more of the strategic side. I think he, uh, you know, he could have kept that to himself and he didn't need to go tell Kyle that right away. Um, but he does. Yeah. Uh, Jamil, any thoughts on on Joseph here? Um, he just like, he just turned twenty five. I'm not sure if I just heard what I heard. I think she said I miss my person or something. something. Which, to be fair, to be fair, um, can mean anything. 
she could miss her dogs, which is which people would say I miss my person or. Well, she like yeah, like I thought that that was the one thing about the statement. It was she didn't say boyfriend, right? You know, I just like wish I was home with like my one person. You know, Uh, my one person. Now it's not that sounds like a a significant other, but maybe she means her mom. I don't know who's to say the one important person in her life, right? That she draws strength. Her best friend, maybe. We don't know who that one person is. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh. And it, so it's a but, pretty big leap, is, is is what I'm saying. It's a pretty big are leap. Are you saying that Kyle's being more opportunistic, maybe, about this whole thing? Is he really like blindsided or does he want to actually get distance himself from Melissa now? He wants Already. to distance himself from Melissa. Yeah. Joseph telling me that Alyssa might have a situation ship outside of the show kind of hits me. Dude. Can't be doing this. Like, get away from me. Dude. Can't be doing and this. then he says, "I'm horny." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was what I, I was like. There was something I missed. It. It was the "I'm horny." <laughs> oh my god! I forgot something. Yeah, I'm horny. That, that has to be in the any type of exit interview. <laughs> the ask is like, "Are you still horny? Are you still horny for Alyssa?" <laughs> in general, I I don't think it was just for Alyssa. I think it's in general. Yeah, but well, I guess he's not a Mormon anymore, so he can pull it off here. <laughs> Jeff, do you have any thoughts here on uh, on this whole thing with Kyle? Uh, uh, Kyle and his horniness, please. Let's go into detail about this. And, and that, um, yeah, I mean, he's he's an interesting guy. I mean, uh, with this whole Alyssa situation, um, it's uh, I think there's some real emotions there, but at the same time, I think game is actually getting in the way of their relationship quite a bit too. Um, the way they both view the game clashed i think and uh they weren't on the same page if they had been it might well, it probably would have been a showmance you know i guess uh one second <laughs> you're so distracted Dave. you're so distracted it's hilarious <laughs> i forgot about it. i'm horny <laughs> you were you trying to track down the he's tracking <laughs> it before i forget <laughs> so great Oh, I, that's that's one of the landmark lines that he that's on his soundboard for sure. Like, yeah. look, folks, if you're ever on Big Brother, don't say anything that you don't want repeated back later on. Just don't say it. Right. <laughs> no matter what production tells you to do, don't do it because it's going to end up on a soundboard. <laughs> and you're going to be hearing it <laughs> for the rest of your life. Right. I bet Dr. Will's talk, tired of like people going ring, ring, ring. It's chill town, you know. Who won right, it? Right or true. Who won HOH? Monty. Won Monty. H-O-H. Yeah, did, we didn't really um, mention that. Yeah, Monty won with 11. Um, the next highest was 10, which was Nicole. So thankfully, we didn't get a Nicole HOH. We're very thankful of it. And um, yeah. um, do you think Alyssa could stay? Yeah. That, that's a little bit of spoiler territory. So, um, do I think so in the current situation? Um, I think Alyssa will be staying. Uh, it says single. Yeah, people's bios say a lot of things. Right. Doesn't mean it's actually the truth. Yeah, like it also said single for Turner, and then um, uh, he obviously has that girlfriend who sent him the thing and you know the picture. And he seemed like he was in a relationship so, with her. 
So you see what Mary is saying, right? Heavy where people are saying sexual harassment. Like she is like going hard on Kyle. She's going hard on Kyle. Sexual harassment hard? What, what, what she's why? <laughs> Maybe she's horny too. I'm just too horny, dude. <laughs> Oh I had to keep the sound effect too. Big Brother was like, "No, we need to add something." There. I'm just too horny, dude. Is that like an erection for me? Is that what it sounds like? <laughs> yeah. So wait, when he does like the interview sections, um, you know, if he gets eliminated anytime soon, is someone going to play me so horny as this intro? Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, Kyle! Did we answer this one already? Yeah, we did. Okay, Monty. Did we get so, Sam's confession? No. Are we going to give him absolution? How many Hail Marys will be uh, needed here? This is Sam's confession. Mm-hmm. He finds Alyssa attractive. Are you going to be sexually harassing Alyssa? Is this going to be like a triangle with you and Kyle? Sam. Uh, Sam, bro. Okay. It's all right. It's all right to find people attractive. They usually put a lot of attractive people on the show. But you have to realize, what are you there for in the long run? Are you there for the money or are you there to, you know, hook up with someone, right? It's up to you in terms of what your decisions are because priorities change in life. But at the same time, if you think that long term, right, that there's something that's possibly could happen, right, you need to remember you're in a specific situation which kind of fast forwards how a relationship could be. But at the same time, it's not reality. It's not your normal day-to-day life, right? So you have to make sure that you build a relationship, yes, but the relationship, the real relationship doesn't start until you're outside the house. That's where reality is. That's where you two would be together, right? In terms of like having an actual thing. If it's just a hookup, you could hook up right, and just deal with the consequences. What right? what is what if it's for game moves? Can a showman's uh, a showman's could definitely be for game. Oh yeah, right. With but, benefits, is that like, friends with benefits? Is that how how you would? Uh, what was the, like the 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 guy, the the Southern Asian guy James, and he was trying Natalie. Yes, and she was kind of going along with it. She's like, I guess until she wasn't. Until she wasn't anymore, but she like there was you know there's a little bit of like a PR thing to some of these things where it's like well I need to like pursue this relationship because I don't want to look a fool that I was going after so and so and then I didn't get so and so or whatever and uh, there's been a lot of weirdness with some of these showmans slash stalkerships over the years. <laughs> Just like you don't want to be what's his name um uh, stalker um cowboy um what's his name beast more beast more cowboy cowboy and amber right yeah. Like, where's my girl? He he called her my girl to everybody in the house. Sam, all I'm saying to you is understand reality TV is not reality, right? So what necessarily is on the show doesn't necessarily equate to what's happening in real life. Sometimes so you might meet somebody. Mind. You might meet yeah, somebody like and then Amber. after they went to Cole Franzel, uh, who she was going after that Corey guy, remember? And then she ends up going with Victor. The after everything's Hayden, over. Wasn't it? huh? Wasn't it like a Hayden or something like that? No, there was a there was a guy named Corey. No, the second time, <laughs> second time, the second time. Oh yeah, yeah. The first time was uh, Hayden, the, yeah. the skater dude. And oh, yeah, that guy, time. but that guy didn't last. Hayden. That but was that's nice. the thing; they don't last a lot of the times, right? Yeah. 
right? Some showmances last, some don't. They fizzle out pretty quickly. Sam. They wanted Victor and Natalie to go together, but then Natalie was kind of hanging on to James, and then but until you know, but she just wanted Look, someone to explain the game to her. Really. If you're in the BB cast and you get far, you're going to be touring and partying up with them for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Kyle's Mormon mother is posting to tell him to stay strong and say no, say no to Alyssa. Yes. So Mary Bass, um, I strongly suggest. Um, a song from my youth that is hilarious that I always love listen to and I would always quote all the time, uh, not because I took it as advice, but because it always makes me feel about like moments like this. Look up Ricky J. No means no. Such a great song. Um, check it out. That's my little tidbit. My my treat to you listening. Right. Ricky J. No means no. Look it up. I used to skate in that same skate. Um, area the skate rink there victor was on the challenge yes he was well yes. he's married to nicole so he's always he's on the life but victor challenge. lost a lot of his strength he um he's no longer the victor of old wearing no, robes no. he and, has he's he's only a shadow of him for herself yeah um okay yeah and so okay Alyssa, reverse sexual harassment uh this is like um don't say reverse sexual harassment sexual harassment is sexual what harass- was the one where regardless um, of gender. where de- the movie in the 90s where demi Moore sexually harassed like michael that's douglas. disclosure that's disclosure that's yeah, part right. of the michael douglas trilogy teaching right. men not to cheat on their wives right. <laughs> or you'll go through the trials just it's 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 a good lesson to learn you know mm-hmm. don't cheat on your wives Feel attraction, disclosure, um, and basic instinct. There you go. There's the trilogy. And then you have the spinoff, which is um, uh, with Glenn Close and um, Richard Gere, um, which I think is Final Analysis. Um, There you go. There's your education, fellas. Right? Mm -hmm. True, true. Says Mary Bass. Okay, guys. Send Sam some advice. Set them straight. It's not just coming from me, okay? Oh, I agree with you completely, Jamil. I think you know. Uh, I I think showmances rarely are an effective game strategy, like long term, because you're always going to be a target. So it's better, you know, it's better off if you're the lesser of the showmance, I guess, in terms of threat level. Uh, but then afterwards, you know, you better have good enough relationships outside of that showmance that you can work with somebody else afterwards. If not, then you're a lame duck, and it's kind of yeah. like no point. Um, and if, with, if your showmance is your only relationship on the show, you're you're gonna be dead in the water, right? Who's so, like who's the number one showman's duo in Big Brother history? Is it Jay and Jordan? Jeff and Jordan. Jeff and Jordan. Sorry, Jeff and Jordan. Uh, uh, Rachel Riley and Brandon would be another uh, one. Hayden and um, Hayden and what's her name? Well, yeah, Hayden and what's her face? What about Mickey and Beth? (laughs) (laughs) Mickey and Beth. (laughs) I love how we still call her Beth. So great. I can't remember her real name anymore. She's just Beth to me. Um, What about uh, what's called it? Uh, um, uh, Judas and one of the twins. Right. Oh, uh, Judas and. Yeah, that was that was not good. Uh, question here from Sam Jeff is: How's the ball hockey going? You want to oh, take this we one? We talked about. <laughs> We're done. We're done. We're gonna beat up. 
Jeff, th- uh, Sam thinks Jeff and Jordan or Rachel and Brendan are probably the best in terms of just, dis- you know, having gone the distance. Um, Daniel Donato and her husband. Yeah, they got to top three. Yeah, Danny, Danny Dominic. Yeah. They got to top three. Jessica and Cody. Um, but they didn't get really far. But they were a good dynamic. They, Victim yeah. noises. They do better if they came back. <laughs> they did they like win the Amazing Race or something? Then they, they did really well. well. I don't know if they won, but and they they've been on a bunch of other stuff. Don't they have a bunch of reality shows? And I don't know. They do. yeah. I think that they're they're, they're <laughs> Cody, still out there. Cody threw some shade at the Paloma leaving, and you know them not having to choose. Jeff, question for you is: Are there babes in ball hockey? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Answer the question, Jeff. Sometimes. <laughs> I, I guess I'm the only one who should answer that because I'm the only one who's single currently. So, uh, well, yeah, there's some, there's some women's hockey uh, that plays before us uh, sometimes. Uh, they did win Amazing Race, Cody and Jessica. There you go. BB Legends. Have you been on the challenge as well? I bet you they have. Yeah, that's so. That sounds more like their speed. Right. Were there victim noises though? Is the question you have to ask. Just back to the episode. I, one more convert dynamic in this in this alliance in this leftovers alliance that I think still intrigues me is uh, I guess Taylor and uh, and Monty uh, in particular. Are, like are, these two seem to have an interesting relationship uh, and kind of like a frenemy sort of a, a vibe. I feel like Monty wants to use Taylor and Taylor's like, I don't want to be used. Right. I think, yeah, that's probably, yeah, accurate. I don't yeah. want to say anything until spoilers. Right. Well, maybe that's a good segue because obviously we know we, when we did, we did cover that, you know, it's Alyssa and Indy that go up here, but he says in his speech, like you, neither of you are my target. I'm just putting you up for now because, if, you know, I need to hide who I'm actually going to put up. Um, we see that you know, uh, who's I guess, yeah, Nicole. Be, if he can convince like Taylor to sort of volunteer to be the pawn, which was what Nicole was going to do to Taylor, you know, in the previous, in the previous regime, and now it's now it's uh, now it's Taylor's turn to be the brave one and to like, like face the music. And she's, I think, she's more like you know, knowing that they could vote her out because they've talked about voting her out so many times. Who knows if you could ever flip a vote like that, right? And then, why can't you just replace Taylor in the leftovers? We should, yeah. right? So that's the risk here to Taylor. Uh, who would like? Okay, so going with your scenario, who does Nicole pair up with? Because she gets to choose who she goes with after uh, Taylor's gone. Uh, she pairs up with Daniel and Kyle, probably. Which, <laughs> Lord, that'd be so dumb. Or she, well, maybe not because that would give her less of a chance to be safe. Because if Daniel wins, then that would probably be all right. So she may not, she might go with like even the girls. Alyssa and Indy? Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm not sure what her other options are. Like, you know, I guess she can, she, they, she gets to pick. Like, Monty and Joseph didn't get to say no, right? They could have. Yeah. So wouldn't they? you pair up with Monty, Joseph, and Terrence? Because if one, like, you have a, you have four people competing for HOH, technically, right? Or do they not compete in HOH? No, they compete in HOH. They all right? compete individually, but if if somebody in your like sort of bestie so group, she has three opportunities to be safe for the week with either Terrence, 
Joseph or herself winning HOH, and then they're or, safe. Or the veto. So okay, let if somebody in your bestie groups wins veto, are you also safe? Yeah. So it like yeah, if Terrence wins the veto, then then Monty and Joseph. Well, obviously Monty's HOH, but Joseph would be safe. They're all safe like. anyways. They're safe for the week. So then. To answer your question, Nicole would probably want to join somebody where she has the most allies, right? Like, that's why the girls or see, I wouldn't do that. I would go with the the group where there's a greater chance of you being saved, which is with the threesome. Can you can you have a group of four? Then is that what you're saying? Why not? They never said I, that. I, you never said how big these groups can get. Yeah, but well, like, why would you have a bunch of pairs when you have like a you know, and then a group of four? It's right? not my. It's their stupid twist, not mine. <laughs> That's true. Uh, all right. Well, on that note, maybe we should segue to spoilers. Um, see how this is going to go because I kind of heard some rumblings, and I'm kind of curious to see what the final nominations are yeah. and where we're headed into Thursday. Uh, if you're going to leave us here, come back on Wednesday, August third, guys. Uh, we'll be back for the week four veto uh, episode. We'll see if we get the ceremony this weekend. Wednesday, or sorry, Thursday, uh, August fourth, we'll be talking about the live eviction for the for week four. Uh, here on Big Brother 24. Check out all of our podcasts as well. Uh, we've covered Survivor Season 42 and uh, Big Brother Canada 10 very recently. Uh, if you'd like to check those out, or there are many, much more in the back catalog. Uh, and uh, and from there on, we're heading into spoilers. Let's see where we're, we're going now, guys. <laughs> all right, we have our veto winners. We have our veto winners. Who are our veto winners? Daniel and Kyle. Okay. Oh, Kyle. Uh, right on. Uh, I'm just too horny, dude. That's what. You, that's that will win you a veto. Now, okay, who won the veto? Was it Daniel or Kyle? Daniel and Kyle. Did they they were just a team. I think so. That's that's what I have. Let's so see. in HOHs, you compete individually, but in the vetoes, you're always paired up. Is that maybe how this uh, bestie twist w works? Well, that's what they have so far. That's what that seems to be the pattern, at least. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So, okay. So what, what, but now Kyle and Daniel are on two sides of this alliance or Correct. this house, right? So how do they decide what, what, how the veto is used? That's a very good question. So here's the thing. Um, Kyle obviously wants to get rid of Alyssa. He's tired, right? But at the same time, Nicole still hasn't been very pleasant to Taylor. To the point where Taylor's kind of fed up and going, look. Put me I'm up just to get her out. I'm done with this. Put me up with her and get her out. So at the very least, I can get rid of her. But once I go up and once we get rid of her, I'm done being a pawn for the rest of this game. I don't want to hear anyone say it. I don't want to have it mentioned, right? Like, I've done my time, right? I think it's just as fair, and everyone was in agreement to this idea. So I think that Kyle and Daniel will talk, and they will convince themselves, or Kyle will convince Daniel to take Alyssa and Indy off the block to save them. And then, in turn, will end Taylor up Nicole. backdooring Nicole and Taylor. So either way, a, a woman goes this week. Um, well, in this case, it's going to be um, out of the three people, the uh, or four people, one um, only one of them is actually in the leftovers. Yeah, only Taylor's in the leftovers yes. of any of them, right? So they can control that. But you know, if um, they don't need Taylor voting in order to secure the vote, right? Correct. So either way, it's fine. 
Um, yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, what, what do you think would be the best thing for, if you're the Leftovers Alliance, collectively, for those seven people, what's the best move they should make here? Get Alyssa out or get out Nicole? <laughs> Nicole. But if you're Kyle. I would say Alyssa. I would say, like Alyssa. I understand why Alyssa is a higher priority, you know, uh, for him perhaps he's for a, his game, but Nicole, for the rest of the alliance, it's Nicole's not easy not. to read. She's just <clears throat> Alyssa is a smarter player and will adapt better. Um, we we like, I disagree. I just flat out disagree. Wow. I, I think, I think. Alyssa has not shown any type of like skill to warrant that type of respect. I think Nicole is more of a physical threat, i.e., can win stuff. Yeah. I don't even think Alyssa has come close to anything resembling that. I don't think Alyssa can galvanize um, a side of the house to vote with her. Right? I just like. She has her people, and that's it. I don't think she's convincing Turner to change his mind, or Kyle to change his mind, or Monty to change his mind, or Terrence to change his mind, or Taylor, or or um, Joseph, or like I, I don't I don't see where the where the the strength or the fear of Alyssa would be, right? So uh, another thought process is that they've been kicking the back burner is they eventually have to get rid of Michael and Brittany, right? And Michael and Brittany has been possibly been there as an option, but like an option that's murmured and not really talked about openly. Who's they? Um, Monty and company. Because they these, I know. Right. It's too <laughs> early to worry about that. I agree. But at the same time, it makes sense because well, sure. We like, we we see where the power power dynamics are in the group, and there's part of the group which is the pound, which seems really obvious, right? That they're a, a close uh, unit, and then you have Ta um, um, Michael and Brittany and Taylor individually. Michael and Brittany need to protect themselves, just in case the group decides to turn. So they are having conversations, not outing the leftovers, but at the same time having conversations about gathering allies, right? And in terms of gathering allies, Indy, Taylor, right? And even possibly um, Alyssa as people to talk to in terms of gathering up forces, right? Because as it seems right now, Michael can kind of take care of a group. And you'd want to align with them. So it kind of makes sense that if you at least have the numbers and you have someone who could be the, the backbone game winner and a lot of this uh, games of chances, it doesn't really matter if you're a physical threat or not. You still have an opportunity to win. So I think what Michael and, and Brittany are doing makes sense and is good, right? Pull in, um, pull in Taylor because I think Taylor is going to be a major player come – you know, a couple votes from now when uh, a lot of people are going to show her a little bit respect or fear, not based upon what she's done, but the, back, the fact that, uh, you know, <laughs> they don't have to agree, right? I, 
I think Debbie's saying that you guys don't have to agree. And if you don't agree, we have to come do, to a consensus. What, what do we say here, Jeff, on no, the podcast? I think she meant the HOHs guys. Uh, oh, they don't have to. Oh, they, oh, oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Oh, I thought you, but, but I, I thought it was a chance for me to go. How can you say these things? It's always a, it's always good to play that. But uh, I, but at the same time, Kyle will use the veto, but Daniel won't. I think that. So they have the option to convince to, Daniel. So it's they both have the option to use it or not use it, but just because one doesn't use it doesn't mean the other can't. Really? Okay. So they don't have to agree. Right. But you can't stop the other person from using it. It's not. So is that, well, is that like, better? If don't agree, but if you don't agree, can't you just technically veto different people? Can you veto somebody's lack of veto? No. Can you veto somebody's veto and say, no, it's not vetoed? It's I their stupid know. twist. Okay. Jeff, is this as good as Big Brother Australia? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> you know the answer to that, Dave. You know the answer. Uh, Welcome to Big Brother. Yeah, it's not as good as Australia. Is this is are, is this festy bestie twist the best thing Big Brother has ever given us? It's not the worst. Yeah. It's With a festy bestie. I don't actually mind it, but it's uh, they do this every U.S. Big Brother. It's uh, let's do some sort of twist to basically take the game out of the players' hands. Does, does the some... casual audience need this? No, no. Look, at least in Big Brother Nine, Big Brother Canada Nine, when they did the stupid teams thing, like mm -hmm. second week they're like, "This is over. <laughs> this is this doesn't work. It's over." Two weeks and it was done. Right? They need to be able to pivot as well. This thing isn't working. It's dumb. Get rid, get rid of it. Get rid of it. I hate it. Yeah. Do you think the production always has the option? Like, if something's not working, they can kind of flip it any way they want as they're going. They can. It's not like, look, Big Brother Canada is harder to to change things because so much of the the proceedings are based upon sponsorships, right? Right. Uh, U.S. Yeah, doesn't doesn't have any of that. Yeah, so. U.S. doesn't have that. The invitation. The invitation. <laughs> Which, what a tie-in. Uh, Jeff, are you going to go see the movie due to this amazing tie-in that you just saw in front of you? Yes. The invitation? <laughs> yeah, it was a good promo. Jeff, you seem so bored. Mary Bass wants to know, is Big Brother Australia good, Jeff? It's fantastic. You need to watch it, Mary Bass. Um, it's it's Big Brother's a character. And he talks to the house guests. And gets the punches them and does all sorts of things. It's fantastic. So he punches them, <laughs> punches them, punishes, punishes them. So just for clarification, Mary, um, outside of um, yes, I agree. Um, outside of the U.S. and Canada, uh, Big Brother is run somewhat different um, than it does in North America, where uh, Big Brother is an actual character in the game, but is an overseer that kind of uh, controls the game and controls the the proceedings and punishes the the housemates, um, you know, throughout the season and puts challenges in front. It's something that can be overcome, right? So uh, an example, one of my favorite ones is um, have-nots uh, doesn't really exist, but um, everyone has to take shower outside in this kind of fountain. And if you want water, someone has to be on a bike pumping 
for you to be able to take a shower, right? Things aren't easy, right? You have to win groceries. It's Big Brother U.S. used to have part of those elements, and they've taken it away, right? Yeah. There is a public vote involved, so um, how you pr to proceed on it is very important, right? And how you position yourself. Uh, I, I think it's worth a watch, and it's different, but I think that many people would watch it and would actually prefer if elements from the show was introduced into North, North American Big Brother. What if you had a season where you had a bunch of house guests in like Big Brother, UK, Australia, Canada, and the US, right? And then you take like the final five from each house, right? And you put them into a new house together, but they don't get to like go home in between seasons. They go right from like their original house to a new house in sequester. And then they meet up for a whole new season, uh, like a finals. Um, it would be hard because what rules? What rules would you follow? Right? I guess it goes home field advantage wherever the wherever the show takes place. You have to follow that format. <laughs> Does Australia really care about winners and Wendy's? <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, "We're going to Wendy's. Uh, we are going to. We need a sponsorship here from um, Expedia." That's CA. What's the Expedia room? That doesn't make any sense. There's gonna be an Expedia room for Australia Big Brother Jeff. It's gonna be great. Anyway, <laughs> um, okay, I think we gotta wrap up because Jeff is gonna get. Yeah, it. we're losing Jeff. Jeff um, had too much fun this weekend. We had a fun weekend down in Niagara Falls. Of course, we were. Uh, why why were you, he did a number on me? Why, yeah, why we, were you celebrating? Oh, Jeff's getting married in a short while. Uh, on uh, just about a month, Jeff. Right. Yeah, or so. So we were celebrating with many of our good friends, golfing, and uh, out on the town, as it were. Uh, and so, yeah. So I'm also feeling it tonight. I only slept like maybe two hours last night. So if I if I seem low energy, it's okay. I killed the whole karaoke bar in Niagara Falls, by the way. Whereas so I'm high energy because impressive. I came back on my vacation on um, on uh, Wednesday, and I've been in isolation. Um, ever since <laughs> did you test positive why were you, were you I, a test negative but a good portion of the individuals i was staying with uh tested uh, uh positive um oh, okay. and are currently some of them are bedridden uh really really bad so um the high exposure i've been keeping my distance and everything so well we're hoping for that they'll recover soon and we're glad you you know you've been isolated but you had a good trip to san diego comic-con yeah i did i did and you had a good birthday uh yeah it was a birthday <laughs> it was a birthday, I a guess birthday. not. Not the no. I guess you have to be in isolation. I guess. Uh, so and uh, I, okay. I, I usually I'm I'm usually pretty low key in terms of my birthday, so it's fine. And then Jeff, of course, had the thing. Um, also, okay, so we're gonna wrap up here. Again, we said we'll be back Wednesday. We'll be back Thursday. Check out our coverage. Check out our stuff. Also, you should check out our other channel. It's called Live Long in Podcast, a Star Trek theme channel. Uh, where we talk about Star Trek all the time. Uh, most notably, I think it's we should be uh, mentioned that Nichelle Nichols passed away today, Jeff. I don't know if you heard that. No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, she 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 died today. Uh, I guess what she be uh, at the age Bill of uh, eighty nine. Hmm? Yeah, Bill Russell died today too. Big buckle of wood. Yeah. Bill Russell, Michelle Nichols, of course, from Star Trek. Uh, so uh, you know, uh, of course, yeah. Uh, 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 and the voice of Ursula from The Little Mermaid, she also passed away. She was also, oh, she was all, she was Ursula. Oh, okay. No, Pat, uh, Pat um, I forget her last name, but she passed away. Oh, oh different person. Yeah. 
Different person. It comes okay. in groups of three. Groups of three. Yeah. Uh, but there's also the the, the uh, Celia Rose, who plays the new or younger Uhura on Strange New Worlds. Um, so she gets to carry the torch on. But uh, yeah, of course, sadly, Nichelle Nichols. And, and Zoe Saldana in the Star Trek movie. Oh, yeah. It's been, it's been a minute since she's played her. But yes, yeah. she's also as uh, um, Uhura. Yeah. Communications officer Uhura. All deck standing by, sir. So check out on uh, Mondays, we have Star Trek Enterprise Rewatch podcast on Live Long and Podcast uh, with Jody Simpson and Adam Woodward. Uh, we will be on tomorrow night, talk about uh, a new episode over there. On Tuesday night, Star Trek D-Space 9 at 9-ish, uh, where you know we got all kinds of great things going on with that, guys. Um, where's, where's some... some, some oh, okay, quick question. Come to Quark's Quark's fun. Come right now. Go Quark. Run! <laughs> great yeah so we're gonna be covering the episode uh, children of time on tuesday and then uh in a couple weeks star trek lower decks returns for its third season uh we'll be starting up on that on august 25th uh so it's about a month away people just are really excited Jeff. people are really yeah. excited in comic check out back catalog of all kinds of new shows strange new worlds picard uh discovery prodigy uh as mentioned lower decks all those new shows on star trek and star trek radio theater you should check out our, our, our different radio plays that we've done over there and uh trivial debates a monthly show we are with movies tv sports and more uh it's our third channel joey simpson hosted the most recent episode over there jeff competed against davin and chris you gotta check I that did out not watch this episode i need to catch up i was yeah it's, to watch it, it. it's a good one i think you're gonna you're gonna find it very interesting it was quite it was quite something okay um so uh, and uh, it was it was uh, an up and down. There was a couple tiebreakers in there, all kinds of things. So check that out and check out David Scalehorn's podcast, including Locutors of Trek, his Star Trek channel, and X-rated X Men: The Animated Review Show. I'm going to be on this Tuesday talking about the Phoenix Saga Part Three uh, with uh, with him and Andre. Gene, uh, <laughs> Gene Gray, yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. And what else? Um, Eamon Mater's got Let's Talk About Fighting Games under his alias, Sam Jerka, as well as... Michael Chen and, you know... Alex Blackburn with the Hellbound podcast. Uh, Hellbound. Horror, everything over there. <laughs> so, yeah, lots of great things going on uh, throughout uh, our podcast network and our friends' podcast uh, as well. Okay, guys, we're going to get out of here, and we will see you on Wednesday. All right. Um, well, what would be a good one to go out on here, guys? Uh, I, I think, yeah, this, this is the... And here we are. You want to know what hurts me the most? Is that we didn't know about.